wrong, Dad? Please tell me. Minan is dying. She doesn't know, so you can't say anything. The family thinks it's better not to tell her. Why is that better? Chinese people have saying, when people get cancer, they die. We have to go to China. Wedding is an excuse so everyone can see her. He's my only cousin. Don't you think I should be there? You can't hide your emotions. If you go, Nana will find out right away. Really? This is the script, mini edition, expert script analysis in less than 10 minutes. Today, The Farewell, written and directed by Lulu Wong. And I'm your host, David Negrin. The script is the podcast for screenwriters by screenwriters. The deepest story analysis anywhere on the internet. Story moves pages, story moves product, and story moves people. Spoiler warning, today on the script, mini edition, I'm going to analyze various story beats for the farewell and spoil it. I'm going to start with one up and one down, then I'm going to do actionable notes, followed by thematic, followed by visual medium, and then go out on top. One up, one down. One up. To me, the strongest story element of the farewell is its central conceit. A family gathers for a wedding and must keep a secret from their grandmother that she is dying. Not everyone wants to keep the secret, and everyone is struggling to hide their grief. This conceit creates dramatic tension consistently throughout the film because we're always waiting for someone to accidentally or intentionally reveal the secret. For the first half of Act 2, our protagonist, Billy, is the threat. She's initially against keeping the secret. So in every scene, when she's with her grandmother, Nai-Nai, we feel the conflict in her words and her emotions. In the second half of Act 2, the conflict evolves as the other family members feel the weight of keeping the secret and their increasing grief. Now uncles, aunties, the doctors, and even the silent, emotional grandson might break down and tell Nai-Nai. This is a compelling plot mechanism rooted in internal and external conflicts for every character that escalates tensions continuously all the way to the closing image of the film. It's really brilliant. One down. In Act 2, as we begin to explore Billy's father and uncle's conflict, the narrative starts to spend a noticeable amount of time away from our protagonist, Billy. We begin to lose Billy's thread as the story ambitiously expands to chronicle the emotional burden of the uncles, the aunties, and eventually the entire wedding party. We're still not totally back to Billy even at the wedding party, which constitutes Act 3. Although the conflict is at its highest because anybody could spoil his secret. In speeches meant for the wedding couple, the uncle breaks down, the grandson whose the groom gets so drunk he could spill the beans, and then we finally return to Billy, herself giving a loving and balanced speech. The moment is played well with a head fake from the filmmaker where Billy leaves the stage and comes back on. To finally tell her nine-eyed the truth? No, to say congratulations to the bride and groom in Mandarin. The time away from our protagonist's journey is a slight imbalance, but it's not so much a misstep as it is an ambitious leap to expand the emotional scope of the story, to include the rest of the family. And given one of the themes of the farewell is learning to conform to the family traditions, I think it ends up being a strong choice. Actionable Notes One good screenwriting practice exhibited in the farewell is in the establishment of the relationship between our protagonist Billy and her grandmother Nai-Nai. We must become invested in Nai-Nai's impending death, and we must empathize with Billy's grief, or keeping the secret and Billy's journey to accept her family's ways won't be emotionally resonant to us. The farewell begins investing us in this relationship right away. 
Early in Act 1, establishing that Billy and Nai-Nai talk on the phone often, they are very close. Then when they are reunited as Act 2 begins, Nai-Nai is, is affectionate and physical with Billy. She feeds Billy food. Then later on, Nai-Nai practices breathing exercises with Billy, and we find out that Billy is Nai-Nai's only granddaughter. It becomes evident that Nai-Nai and Billy share a less traditional, independent spirit as compared to the other women in their family. This bond in invests us and makes us care not just about each character, but about their relationship, which is the stakes of this story. There is no end of the world here, no golden fleece to find. The stakes of this film are the sadness of Billy losing Nai-Nai, and Lulu Wong pulls us in. I should say, an additional screenwriting mechanism that works here is to invest us in Nai-Nai's outcome by making her very funny, irreverent, gossipy, and powerful. The scene where she leads her family in silly and serious rituals at the grandfather's grave site exhibits all these qualities at once, showing us she's the undisputed matriarch of this family, and we realize how big a hole her death is going to leave. Thematic. Two major thematic questions of the farewell include, first, whether keeping a secret from a family member that they are dying is a moral act or not. And second, whether loving family members are even emotionally capable of doing this. I don't think the film answers whether it's moral or not, but it does assert that it's what many Chinese families do. The filmmaker explores the second thematic question throughout. She puts a fine point on it with Billy's story about all the secrets her parents kept in her childhood, losing their house, losing grandfather, moving to America. Her parents claim it was all for her own good, but Billy remarks, I saw the fear in your eyes. Can we really hide fear or pain, even if we don't speak about it? The goal for writing thematically in screenplays is that the theme be present in every scene. And so The Farewell accomplishes this, becoming a meditation on the emotional burden of keeping secrets and telling lies that may spare others pain. In addition to the central secret of Nine Eyes Health, secrets and lies are strewn throughout. The restaurant lied about the serving of the lobster at the wedding. Billy lies about not getting her writing fellowship. Nine seeks medical attention in secret. Professional criers are hired to visit grandfather's grave. These are false criers. Chinese doctors are allowed to lie to patients if the family wants them to. Grandfather lied to Nine about quitting smoking. And finally, it's revealed that when grandfather was dying, Nanai herself chose to lie to him about his diagnosis in the same way we know she's being lied to now. These scenes are not only great obstacles for the plot, but allow this thematic question to sink into the audience's bones. So we begin to understand the burden of secrets as the characters do. Visual Medium at its best, a film uses images and symbolism to tell a story, and so it's the screenwriter's job to conceive of images and the director's job to execute them. Several of Lulu Wang's images resonated with me. The image of Billy's back with the cupping marks. They look like a pox beneath her clothes, representing her shame or her grief or the burden of the lies she holds. Billy imagining grandfather smoking at the window and then disappearing, representing the, the trauma of a secret loss. Then, later, Billy running through the streets to the hospital to protect the secret from their housekeeper, showing us she's changed her mind. And finally, the family marching in slow-mo together in a line, an image of strength, of unity, of robustness. But as Billy says, you can see something in their eyes, their pain. Other imagery I took away from the film was the inclusion of many images of the city of Changshan, China, a kind of city symphony of imagery that grounds a global audience in a new world. 
the cityscape, the parade of trees, the lines of gravestones, and the arch we keep returning to. Maybe a symbol of bending, a symbol of strength, and the beauty of that. Go out on top. How a filmmaker ends their film with the final sequence and final thematic image can tie up the thematic questions with the plot all in a manner that allows the audience to experience a powerful catharsis, a great ending. But not all filmmakers have the prudence to end their film without over-explaining, to go out on top. The Farewell does manage to go out on top, first with a twist on the obligatory scene, with Billy finally revealing a secret to Nainai, but not the one we've been waiting for the secret that Billy didn't receive her writing fellowship. This is the key to a satisfying twist. Give us what we're expecting, but not how we expect it. After her admission, Nainai gives Billy encouragement and support like the great maternal figure she is, making a thematic counterpoint, showing us how sharing your pain can lessen it. The moving titular farewell sets Nainai walking Billy to her taxi, with Billy and the audience understanding we will never see Nainai again. Nainai has trouble letting go of the taxi as it pulls away, she's moved to tears. But Billy has kept the secret and must return to New York City. Back in New York City, walking the streets and processing all that's happening, Billy, feeling the toxins and strife in her body, stops and lets out a strong HA! A unique, sonic moment her nine taught her, combined with the image of a tree full of birds flying free. We know then that the bird that's been following Billy is a symbol, what we call in dramatic writing an objective correlative. The bird is a symbol of her burden or shame or the lies she's carried, finally being released in the manner her nine-eye taught her. A visual catharsis tied up perfectly with the plot and character arcs. And if that weren't enough of a resolution, the filmmaker gives us a second twist, ending with the documentary footage of the real-life nine-eye, still punching with a ha Ha! In revealing, Nai Nai is a real woman, the filmmaker's grandmother, and the story is true. And Nai Nai is still alive six years later. This closes the bookend of the opening subtitle, based on an actual lie. With this, we must further consider, could Billy and her family shouldering the burden of the secret have helped keep Nai Nai alive? Then surely, that would change our consideration of whether keeping a secret from a family member that they are dying is a moral act. The Farewell was written and directed by Lulu Wong and distributed by A24. Also, the filmmaker first told this story behind the film uh, on This American Life several years ago, so I'm going to link to that in the show notes, as well as the New York Times about how the release of this movie has had an impact on the filmmaker's family because they still haven't told her grandmother the truth about her diagnosis so they could show her the film. It's amazing. Today's podcast is written and produced by David Negrin. If you like the script podcast, please give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts and subscribe to the Script YouTube channel. Follow us on Twitter at ScriptFeed and follow me at David underscore Negrin. Join our Facebook page by searching for the NYC Screenwriters Collective. You can support the script podcast on patreon.com slash the script. I'm David Negrin. Now go write something.